All right, so I want to tell you about the most amazing shoes out there. They're called Zero Shoes. Now, it all started with Stephen Session and his wife, Lena Phoenix. Stephen, at the age of 45, and after 30 years uh, of not running, decided he wanted to get back into sprinting. But he was getting injured over and over. Then a friend suggested he read a book called Born to Run. Now, that got him into the idea of barefoot running. He poked around and looked into information and found that he didn't injure himself when he ran barefooted. He was just playing around with his gait, and he ran more than he had ever run in his life, and he felt great. Because of this, he wanted to go barefoot all the time, but that wasn't practical. So he bought some rubber-soled materials and some cord and made himself some sandals. Others started asking him about them, so he started showing people how. And then he created a website and his business built from there. You might have seen Zero Shoes on Shark Tank. Uh, they've been on many different uh, running and other pages. Zero Shoes provide genuine comfort that comes from letting your feet do what's natural. Bending, flexing, moving, feeling with zero shoes. Our soul is the foundation. Letting you move your foot naturally, plus giving you just right protection, support, and comfort, all backed by a 5,000-mile sole warranty. Now, I love, you know, if any, if any of you know me, you know how much I love going barefoot. In fact, people would tease me uh, when I used to work in the office because as soon as I got to my desk, my shoes came off and my shoes didn't go back on until I left my desk or left for the day. I love being barefoot. So these are amazing shoes. Go to zeroshoes.com forward slash go forward slash amazing life. Zeroshoes.com forward slash go forward slash amazing life to get your zero shoes. All right, welcome to creating your amazing life. Thanks for starting your day with us. You'll if you find this podcast uplifting, there are three powerful ways you can support it. First, subscribe to it and leave a rating and review of the podcast. In the review, leave your top takeaways. Not only will this help you learn it and be able to implement it into your life, but it'll also help others find the podcast. Next, number two, be a hero to your friends and family. Share it with them. Because if you're going through these things, they're going through similar ones. Third, for those of you who are passionate about your amazing life, please go to anchor.fm and sponsor it. Your support... Uh, to creating your amazing life makes a massive difference. Check out the show notes for the links to the subjects that we discuss. And also, uh, if you have any topics you would like me to address, put it in the private Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash your amazing life podcast. Now, thank you for spending your time with me today. Let's get into creating your amazing life. Addiction and mental health and how they go together. Now, it has been said you don't just treat addiction. You end up treating anxiety, depression, PTSD, loneliness, rage, despair, toxic secrets, regret, undiagnosed head trauma, untreated ADHD. 
then you realize addiction is often someone's best attempt to cope when they don't see any other options. So let's talk about coping with these things. Now, if you have bouts with depression, anxiety, loneliness, despair, or rage, those are feelings you are probably not comfortable with. Now, we have spent quite a bit of time discussing anxiety and depression because it's such a big problem today. They are both likely to rise in 2020 and 2021. Now, with all that has gone on, even though so many people are suffering from these, most people struggle alone and will not even acknowledge that it is something they struggle with. But if we will not look at it, then we can't fix it. It takes effort to look for options, to find the source, and to change our thoughts. Maybe you were like me and you just wanted to numb your feelings. It actually felt pretty good the first couple of times. It was so much easier to numb myself from the emotions with a mood-altering substance. And, you know, some people use actions. But there are many ways out there that you can do it. You can use alcohol, drugs, illicit or prescribed, shopping, sex, porn, eating, and a host of other things. Some things are acceptable for some people in some situations, but can be used to numb feelings uh, and uh, be something that we're fighting with. It makes total sense to want to numb those feelings. No one wants to feel depressed, anxious, lonely, despair, enraged, or any of the others, right? Now, if I look at the times in my life when I've had the most problem with depression, loneliness, rage, or despair, they are the times that I've used behaviors and substances to most to cope. Now, the time I was depressed and felt the most lonely was when I started drinking. And I'll tell you what, I could drink. I started drinking in my mid-20s after I joined the Corps. I started drinking my drinking career with hard alcohol. Tequila was my favorite. Many of the people I drank with had been drinking for years longer than I, yet I could go drink for drink and often drink more than them. I didn't ever have just one or two drinks. Whenever I drank, it was to get drunk every single time. I drank to numb my feelings of inadequacy. I wanted to forget that I was not good enough or not lovable or that I was alone, that I was full of regret and toxic secrets. I wanted the warm sensation that made me feel invincible. I mean, who wouldn't want to numb those other types of feelings and feel that invincibility? But the problem with using things stem from the fact that there is no way to stay in the moment of euphoria. The high that you and I experienced soon left, and it didn't matter what behavior or substance we used, it eventually was not enough, and we did not stay in that warm, invincible spot, and it got harder and harder to get back there, and it was just a quick experience, and it didn't always happen after the first few uses. But that did not stop me from chasing after it. So for me, alcohol was my drug of choice. Maybe yours is something else. It doesn't matter 
what the drug of choice is. What matters is what feelings that you're trying to numb yourself from. Many of you are dealing with things like depression, ADHD, anxiety, cutting, other addictive behaviors, or even suicidal thoughts. Some of you want to create love, connection, and joy in your lives. Others, you no longer feel like yourself. Many of you do not, do not know where to turn. What tools will get you what you want? What do you need to hear? This is for those that are ready to learn and grow. I'm now offering the You Have Value program. This has been built over decades and has changed the lives of many people. The You Have Value program is for those wanting to find the value in themselves. It's for those ready to use tools once they are provided. It will give you the chance to get more out of your life. If you're ready to get to know you have value, let's talk and find out if this is a fit for you. In the You Have Value program, we will rediscover who you are. We will break old and unuseful patterns. You will change beliefs, build patterns, and create a vision and align your entire body to bring that into being. You will feel good and sure of yourself. You'll know your value. You'll realize who you are and live the amazing life that you are here to live. So contact me at ken.youramazinglife at gmail.com or call me at 385-485-6588. All right, so today we are talking about addiction and mental health and how they go together. When treating addiction, you end up working on anxiety, depression, PTSD, loneliness, rage, despair, toxic secrets, regret, undiagnosed head trauma, and untreated ADHD. This is because addiction is often someone's best attempt to cope with these issues when they don't see any other options. Now, we talked about the feelings we have that we want to numb. So if you are using and substances give you a way of coping with an issue, what is the problem? I mean, if we are able to numb the feelings and stop the thoughts that we have that tell us we're not enough, then why is this an issue? I mean, coping mechanisms are good, right? That way we can cope. Well, if you are using anything, there are a couple of things I can say about you. One, you don't feel complete. You have these negative thoughts that bring on unhealthy feelings about yourself and who you are. Two, after you chase that high you first felt, it takes more and it's harder to get there the more you use. And number three, each time you use, things get worse. You feel like you aren't enough or have enough. You use because you don't have much and now you have less. I mean, I remember an instance, I was broke, so I had a party. And while the party was going on, someone found and stole my rent money. And so now I had even less and things were worse. There was another time, um, you know, I had people over wanting to feel more accepted and loved. I wanted a relationship, but my actions at the party left me feeling empty and awful afterwards. I felt so much worse and it lasted for quite a while. So 
the problem comes not necessarily from the using, but from the thoughts that lead up to it. The fact is, we uh, quote, we can't hate ourselves into a version of ourselves that we can love, unquote, Lori Deshane. Addiction is just a thing because we have all of these other problems and we need to cope with them. And instead of coping with them, we just numb them with the addiction. So they never go away. They never get better. It's like taking your bath with uh, taking a bath with your clothes on. It doesn't address the issue, nor does it overcome it. And when you get out, your problem drains out everywhere you go. Now, the midst of all the pressures of our day, all the things that we expect of ourselves, we often forget all of the wonderful and unique, amazing things that make us up. So some things to remember is one, people that you compare yourself to compare themselves to others. Do not judge yourself or other people and you can't compare without judgment. So don't judge and don't compare. Number two, don't believe everything you think. Questions are cruel or discouraging thoughts. Question all the cruel or discouraging thoughts that go through your mind. Give yourself credit. There is more right with you than there is wrong. And then uh, four, you need to love yourself the most when you feel you least deserve it. Number five, you can only feel satisfied in the later once you accept and make peace with the now. And then number six, focus on progress rather than on perfection. It is important for you to realize that you are not alone. You are not the only one who feels they are not enough, nor are you the only one to feel guilt, loss, depression, anxiety, anger, or loneliness. These feelings come from the inner critic that we all have, the voice that tells us we don't stack up. Once you allow that thought to be, also know that you can reduce those thoughts and feelings and that reducing them has less negative side effects in your life than that of using to numb them. All right, I want each of you to know how much I appreciate each and every one of you. I think about you often. I'm grateful that you're spending time with me today. I'm grateful for the relationship that we are developing. You mean a lot to me, and I'm glad you're here. I know you've had some rough things to overcome to get to this point. If this message has been helpful today, please share it with a friend or family member who may need to hear it because you know people who are struggling with similar things. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to this podcast and leaving, leave a rating and review. I hope that you'll join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Your Amazing Life Podcast. And then check out the show notes. There will be a link where you can uh, click and set up a time so that we can discuss these tools and others to get to your amazing life.